So hi and welcome to the podcast. Um, a few days ago, I talked uh, with a marketing guru, and he told me uh, to never put anything for free on the internet. So what will I do now? I will put a part of the book for free, and it will be read by my phone. Enjoy. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Laozi year 2008. I am at my first year of university and the biggest financial meltdown is unfolding since the Great Depression. People are panicking. My professors are panicking. I am panicking. Millions of people lost their savings and pensions. Lehman Brothers failed after 100 years and more than $1 trillion of combined earnings during its lifetime. Chaos everywhere. Then the unthinkable happened. Warren Buffett bought $5 billion worth of stocks. That got me thinking, why is he doing this? It is mind-boggling how many people experience financial stress on a regular basis. Finance is a subject that is present in our everyday life and still the majority of people do not know the basis. Yet these phenomena are not found in just one part of the population. It is found in all walks of life, from the schoolboy girl, blue-collar workers to CEOs, retired people. Most of them experience financial stress and never master the money game. Wait, money is a game? Well, yes and no. We can call it a game because there are simple rules to follow yet a few people do. I am not saying that it's easy, because I do not know your financial situation and in which life cycle are you in right now. I'm saying that if you follow the rules of the game you will gain pleasure and live with far less stress. But if you fail to follow the rules you will get a lot of pain and have far more stress in your life. I know what you are thinking. You are thinking that I'm a little pessimistic. Unfortunately, I'm not. Through the years, I met people that were making six figures even seven figures a year that had financial stress. Unfortunately, some of them even went bankrupt. What is mind-boggling about this is that those people include doctors, lawyers, real estate people. CEOs, you name it. Unfortunately, this subject is not taught in schools. For some reason talking about money is looked upon like something bad even evil. Growing up your parents told you not to talk about money with people. A lot of people think that it is the root of all kinds of evil. To set the record straight the actual quote is the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil Timothy 6.10. Some think it is really in bad taste to talk about this topic. The thing is that the subject of money is really important and no, ignorance is not bliss because ignorance will hurt you. Okay, I know what you are thinking. You are thinking that I am exaggerating. But let me tell you one horrific fact. 95% of baby boomers will die broke. I hate to break it to you, but that is the truth. Let us face it, the education system is really bad. It was built for the industry age. The goals back then was to teach you how to work in a factory on a line. Shut up and don't talk to your neighbor. People those days did one job until they retire. Since then the world has moved on and we are not in the 19th century anymore. The schools that we have today were built more than 150 years ago and unfortunately, they are not keeping the pace with technology. You are not taught how to think and solve problems. You are taught to hoard knowledge and pass tests that are based on memorizing information. Investing is a really important subject yet for God knows why reason is not taught in schools. 
No matter how thin you slice it, the subject of money will follow you for your entire life. Even when you die, your family will inherit your financial situation. Another subject that isn't taught in school is how to take care of your health. You can have all the money in the world, but if you are not healthy, financial freedom won't mean much to you. All your life you'll interact with people, yet the schools don't teach how to form relationships with other people. A great book to read on that topic is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Warren Buffett credits Dale Carnegie for much of his success. The last thing schools should teach is the art of fulfillment. This is tricky because fulfillment is an art and it is different for everyone. So it's up to you to learn, teach and educate yourself. About health, about connecting with people, about wealth creation and preservation, and about the art of fulfillment and happiness. The myth of someday procrastination is one of the most common and deadliest of diseases and its toll on success and happiness is heavy. Wayne Gretzky when you talk to most people the usual thing they say is, someday I'll save money, someday I'll start to work out, someday I'll read that book, someday I'll fill the blank. The reality is that for most people that day will never come. You know why? Because people are creatures of habit and not doing stuff is also a habit. I know it doesn't sound sexy but that is the truth. The majority of things you do in your life is a habit. Studies show that as much as 40% percent or your daily activities are habitual. When you wake up in the morning what do you do? You brush your teeth. Hopefully, drink coffee, eat, put on makeup. If you're a woman, sit in your car, drive to work, then you work, have a lunch break, work some more, go home, eat again watch a series or a movie, go to sleep. Does this sound familiar? Of course it does. You know why? Because these ladies and gentlemen are all habits. Habits can be good and bad. Working out and saving money is a good habit. Smoking and gambling for instance, well as you know are bad habits. The point is if you want to be financially free you need to get rid of bad money habits and replace them with good ones. I'm not saying it is easy. For some it will be a pain in the air. Uh, for others it will be easy. We have all the same amount of time the broke and the billionaire time is what we want most, but what we spend worst. William Penn the worst exchange you can make is to exchange your time for money, because you can always get extra money, but you can't get extra time no matter how hard you try. The top 10 richest people in the world have a combined net worth higher than the bottom 50% of the world. I'm not judging or trying to say that this is wrong or right. I'm saying that the wealthiest 10 people, not percent, have combined 240 hours in a day. The bottom 50% have 89 billion hours in a day and yet they can't beat the 10 wealthiest it's crazy. You have to make money work for you, also called as making money while you sleep opposed to working for money. Let's face it you can't work your way to financial freedom. You have to invest your way to financial freedom. You won't find anyone on the Forbes list. Who is rich by working his way without any kind of investing because it is impossible? Well of course you have to work hard, but working hard alone can't help if you don't invest what you make. And of course you have to invest the right way, because all investments are not created equal. When someone says money works for me it means they have some sort of asset, stocks, bonds, house for rent that produces dividends or interest. The highest the quality and the quantity of the assets money will work harder for you and you will be wealthier. The power of knowledge invest in yourself. Your career is the engine of your wealth. 
Paul Clitheroe, if money is your hope for independence, you will never have it. The only real security that a man will have in this world is a reserve of knowledge, experience, and ability. Henry Ford, you can read a million books and attend a million seminars, but the real key is that you have to start doing it. Knowing is not enough. Knowing and doing is the key. There is a saying that knowledge is power. Unfortunately, that is not true. Knowledge is potential power. Applying what you know is the key to success to a financial free and fulfilled life. Four levels of knowledge. 1. Not knowing that you don't. No, this is the most dangerous and destructive level. It ruins people's life without they even noticing it. Lots of people say, what I don't know can't hurt me or ignorance is bliss but in the financial world ignorance is not bliss and it will hurt you really really bad too. Knowing that you don't know this is way better than the first level because you are aware of your limitations. Knowing that you don't know something is the basis to start the process of learning. You are able to avoid needless suffering and pain but you can't make good decisions about investing. 3. Knowing that you know, this level is great, by knowing you have unlimited potential and the whole world can be yours. But unfortunately knowing is not enough. Knowing and $3 will get you a cafe latte at Starbucks. Knowing and not applying it will get you nowhere and give you no result. You know what is the difference between the person who can read and the person who can read but doesn't? Yes, you guessed it there is none for. Applying what you know knowing and applying makes all the difference. This is the holy grail, the jackpot the El Dorado. This will make you financially independent. If you start to apply what you know you will be part of a small percentage of the world who doesn't only talk, they do. This level will shift your life to a whole different level. It will make your dreams come true. What is an investment? Investment is the purchase of goods or stocks with the hopes of generating future income. It is the outlaying of monetary assets, such as stocks or bonds, which can be sold at a future time for a higher profit. Investing has paved the way for thousands of individuals to live debt-free and financially stable. It has become one of the surest ways to get rich. However, most people do not understand how investing works. In addition, the sad truth is financial education is just barely taught at schools. What are stocks? How do I start investing? How much money do I need to start with? These are the most common questions that hold people back from investing. I hope that this book will enlighten you with the basic investing knowledge so you could start your way to living debt-free and financially stable. To understand stocks, let us first look at why stocks are made. Let us say, a group of friends started to build a soda company. They pooled their money and resources to build and operate their own company. The soda company grows steadily that after some time, an expansion is needed to accommodate the company's growth. The group of friends pooled their money once again to accommodate the company's expansion. But unfortunately, their combined resources are not enough to cover the expenses needed for the expansion. So, should the company postpone the expansion until such time that they can afford it? No, they won't. Postponing the expansion will have a huge negative impact on the soda company. Since postponing the expansion is a big no-no, the company owners need to find a way to raise the funds for the said expansion. This is where investments come in. In order to raise the money for the expansion, the company will have to choose between debt financing, bank loans or issuing bonds, and equity financing, issuing stocks. The beauty of stocks comes in two ways. First is the capital gain. 
The shareholder makes this profit when he buys stock at a low price and sells it at a higher price. The second comes in the form of dividends. Dividends are profits of the stock that the company will return to the investor either quarterly, semi-annually or annually. Debt financing is a type of financing strategy wherein a company will either takes a loan from a bank or issue bonds. A bond is a form of investment wherein a bondholder loans his money to the company for a certain period of time. Maturity date. Therefore, in layman's terms, a bondholder is the creditor of the company. As a creditor, the bondholder is entitled to a guaranteed return of his investment plus a fixed interest payment. Coupon rate. Upon maturity, they are also given absolute priority in case of bankruptcy. Investment through bonds is a safe way of investment but it does not pay out much. Bonds are not as liquid as stocks and equities. When considering bond investments, make sure to look for a reputable institution to avoid problems. There are three types of bonds that offer various securities and earnings. 1. Treasuries. Treasuries are government-owned bonds. Treasury bonds offer the lowest risk for investors and therefore the lowest interest rates. 2. Corporate bonds. Corporate bonds offer a medium to high level of risk. The value of a corporate bond is greatly determined by the creditworthiness of the corporate issuing them. A corporation's stability can change over time making corporate bonds more risky. But still, corporate bonds are way safer than corporate stocks. 3. Municipal bonds. Municipal bonds are issued by local government agencies or municipals to raise or fund money for infrastructure projects or services. This type of bonds often comes free of federal taxes and municipal taxes when you are investing in your own municipality. Issuing stocks is under equity financing. Equity financing is much preferred by companies because it does not require a company to pay back your investment as well as the interest. A stock is synonymous to equity and share. An equity or stock is a share in the ownership of a company. Being a stockholder in a certain company entitles you So this was a uh, part of my book and if you enjoyed it, uh, please check it out on Amazon. Uh, thank you very much and uh, see you at the next, next podcast. Bye.